Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. How can I diplomatically and in a mature and adult fashion, Sue Thomas, refer to the Christmas lights that were right in front of Union Station that we pointed out in the 4 o'clock hour? It looked like a... Phallic. Um, Phallic. Yeah, it was phallic. phallic. There, that's yeah. the professional way to yes. do it, right? So there were some pictures that were floating out on the Facebook and on the X, formerly Twitter, you have to say that, uh, of of the trees that were lit up. And the bushes had lights around them. And because they also lit up the tree itself, it looked like it testicles. Was- and it was phallic, right? Yeah. Well, Jane went down after she left to try to take some fresh, updated pictures. And apparently... The city's wise to this phallic yeah. display, and they've they've stopped lighting the actual tree. So <laughs> that's right. The testicles are still lit up, if you will. <laughs> the bushes are. The bushes but... are lit. The trunk, not oh, so much. Oh man, that 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 was. Oh, I'm kind of disappointed. I was going to oh, drive by there. It's and a get total my own bummer. Pictures. We were all going to get Damn a kick it. out of it. Well, maybe we can petition the mayor and see if she'll light those back up, just to put us all in a good mood before <sighs> Thanksgiving. Uh, Brad Young coming up here in just a couple of minutes. I got to talk about the Kilmeade event because. Oh yeah. Um, we're almost sold out. You know, and sometimes do we sometimes say that to spark ticket sales over the course of time in media? Well, yes, we do, ladies and gentlemen, but I've not been lying about this. The demand has been hot and heavy. I think, do the math, Sue. I think we have 26 tickets left. Ooh, how many did we start with? We started with, well, we had 300 (laughs) available. Oh, okay, well, then you got to move fast. I got a text about it yesterday, my friend Jennifer. Her mom and some friends wanted to go. I mean, people research it. So she said, hey, are you going to be there? And I said, yes. I, so, yeah, I got it's two, going I fast. got 274, and that was from two hours ago. Uh-huh. So 971talk.com backslash events if you want to get tickets. They're 110 bucks, but there's not many left. 12 couples, if you will, and, and a solo. And this is a really nice event. Brookdale Farms yeah. in Eureka. You're going to get a great dinner from Andre's Catering, a premium open bar. You get a hard copy of Brian's book. That is two weeks from tonight you get to on see December Fred. 1st. Fred will be there, yeah. and you'll hear this. How about old Fred Bottenheimer over there, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah. <laughs> we should get Kenny Wallace down at that thing. Oh, that'd be awesome. Man. But Brian's going to be great, and, and it's going to be a sellout. I think at, at this point, we've been saying it for a while, but I think rest assured, it will be a sellout for sure. I have an audio cut of the day coming up a little bit later, but let's touch base on some things that are related to St. Louis and politics with uh, our 97.1 FM Talk legal analyst. We talked about the Clayton murder in the first hour during the roundtable. Brad Young back with us this afternoon. Brad, how are you? Mark, doing great, my friend. Well, you know, I I mentioned uh, the roundtable kind of hot and heavy this afternoon on the crime issue, and 
the the Clayton murder situation is, you know, that's what I said yesterday when I tweeted out of it. It's just so St. Louis, it seems. I know that other urban areas are having issues where you have prosecutors that want to be social workers. But this kid shoots this guy who's new to St. Louis. He hears, you know, someone in his backyard messing with his car at 530 in the morning. Now he's armed. He goes out there. He loses the gun battle, right? Yep, that's ex- that's exactly what happened, and and there's even surveillance video of this, Mark, and we see uh, that the homeowner goes out there. We see on the surveillance video that the defendant, Trinell Johnson, uh, also engaged in a gun battle, and obviously the Clayton homeowner was killed. So the other thing we learned, though, is that this guy should not have been free, right? He's 18 years old. He had some things in his past, but there's this um, social worker project out there that thinks that these kids just need hugs that essentially bailed them out. Yeah, exactly. It was the it was called the Bail Project. And records reflect that this past summer, actually Wesley Bell's office objected to releasing this guy in any way uh, because of the, his history of car break-ins. But the Bail Project comes in, they posted his $3,000 bail, this guy is out, and now we have a Clayton resident who is dead because the bail project let this person, Trinell Johnson, out of prison. So that's an interesting point, though. We can't put this on Wesley Bell because they tried to make sure that that he was going to be punished. And then I was unfamiliar with this group. I'm guessing it's a George Soros group. Do you know much about them? You know, I don't. I've heard of them before, and they're in the business now of raising money in order to release people. But this was the Kim Gardner playbook. I mean, that's why Janae Edmonds died. Yes. Uh, was was because a guy was improperly or should never have been released from jail. Uh, but that was on Kim Gardner. This one is not on Wesley Bell. It's on the bail project. So even though we've got a different uh, entity or person to look for for the blame, the result is still the same. Someone either died or was severely hurt because we're letting dangerous people out of prison. So maybe the circumstances might be a little different, but I don't know if you remember the uh, the murder. And this goes back, um, boy, I think maybe now a couple of years in the Shaw neighborhood. A friend of mine, Chris Brennan, was was killed and he went out to his backyard. This was in, as I remember, in the afternoon, it was in broad daylight. And he uh, he hears something happening in his um you know, his backyard, he goes out there. He did not have a gun, but the uh, the suspect did and shot him dead in his backyard. So I, I bring that up because the lesson here, I understand. Look, I'd want to go out there and see what's going on in my garage, too. But if this hasn't taught us, don't do it. These guys are armed. It's dangerous, even if you have a weapon. Now, what what's the other option, Brad? You call the cops. They're not coming. So it's no. a tough situation. It is. Now, obviously, in Clayton, you might have a little bit better of a response from the police than you would in a city. OK, you you definitely would have a better response. But but at the end of the day, that does put homeowners uh, in a quandary. What do you do? Do you do something? Do you do nothing? Uh, it, it's obviously a dilemma. Well, let's talk about a couple of the cases that are in the news. And um, I heard this a little bit yesterday on Fox News, and it was certainly a case that we talked about quite a bit down in Louisville with Breonna Taylor. Now, there is a um, a bunch of trials, I think, that are still going on down there, and one of the former Louisville cops was on trial. He was one that I think raided her apartment, but w- what happened? There was a mistrial in that, right? There was. The, the judge declared a mistrial, and the, the basis of the mistrial is, is very, very complicated here, but essentially the jury had been deliberating since Monday had not reached a jury, a, a verdict rather, and uh, and the judge declared a mistrial. Now, the, obviously, in this situation, the trial can be rescheduled. 
witnesses be called again, evidence. They go through all the process again. But the question has to be, will the result be any different the second time? Well, and then the other thing about this, and I, I think I had missed this, Brad, that this same guy was acquitted on state charges of wanton endangerment. I think what, what happened to Breonna Taylor in, in the end was obviously tragic, but most of the country has no idea about the details, the way that they were surveilling Correct. this boyfriend, the things that Breonna Taylor had said that, you know, they had on a um, on a phone line to to jail. You know, she she was certainly in this instance innocent and caught in the crossfire. But there was good reason for those cops to be there that night. There were. And in fact, it was confirmed by the Kentucky attorney general that the police did knock. They announced their presence. And uh, and even though the neighbors or Taylor's boyfriend said they heard no announcement or knock, the evidence was it was there. And so obviously it's a tragedy. We wish these kinds of things wouldn't happen, but it's an accident. And when you have an accident, that doesn't always uh, equate to criminal activity. Well, that will be a nice segue, Brad Young, 97.1 FM Talk legal analyst with Harris Dow, Fisher & Young, to the situation with the movie Rust. Now, I, I must <laughs> say, I'm, I'm a little confused about this because, and we've tracked this and followed it from the beginning. Uh, in the last couple of days, I've seen a bunch of images of Alec Baldwin, and I guess they are looking at potentially charging him again. Now, what's happened here that's new in this particular case? Two things are new. First of all, the analysis of the pistol is new, and it shows that the trigger was actually pulled. In other words, there was no way for the ammo to discharge other than by a pulling of the trigger. Now, wait, let me let me stop you right there, just because I saw a firearms expert yesterday on Fox describing some of this potentially this way, that you could, the trigger doesn't necessarily have to be squeezed if you cock the gun back and then you release the cock, that it's the same principle, the gun goes off. True. Is that possible uh, here, or they're saying definitively that that he pulled the trigger, or somebody pulled the trigger? Well, Alec Baldwin, in his sworn statements, said that the hammer was not back, as far as I know. But he also said he didn't pull the trigger. No, wait a so second. No, both he of said, those things actually, they, let's they correct cannot that. be true. But hang on, Brett. He has said, just because I have the story in front of you, he has said he pulled back the hammer. He has said that. But okay, he, he's sorry. also said at the same time he did not, you know, pull the trigger, you know, squeeze the trigger. So that that's where now they dismissed involuntary manslaughter charges in April. That's when I think there was a report out that said that gun might have been modified. But now there's a little bit new video that's out there. And I guess they're going to take this to a grand jury. Is that what's happening? They are. In fact, it's at a grand jury, I believe, either right now or will be shortly. But the video that we've seen that, that got leaked here this week, right. that's not video of the incident. It's video from the, the I hate to say the shoot, but the, the shooting scene. of the movie. Yeah, right. And it shows him firing. But I think it actually helps the defense because in one of the scenes, uh, Alex on the ground and he's pointing the pistol and he says to the cinematographer, listen, you need to be on the other side of the camera because I don't want to be shooting towards you. Right. So that shows from a defense that there's not a reckless disregard for safety. Yeah, I thought that was interesting, too. He goes, you want to go on the other side of the camera? I don't want to shoot toward you. That was the, the clip that came out. Yesterday, So we'll, we'll track that and we'll see what the grand jury uh, comes up with. How about our former president? He had a couple of things, uh, President Trump, in the news this week as well. He seemingly always does. But what happened in Michigan in particular with the he court did. up there? And there's, there's been a series of these lawsuits in Michigan, Minnesota, Colorado, that are trying to get him removed from the ballot under the 14th Amendment. Uh, 
Now, the, the legal analysis on this is very long, and I won't dive into it. But essentially, uh, the all of the insurrection clauses of the 14th Amendment no longer apply. And what the court ruled in Michigan was that the judge, a state judge, doesn't have the power to prevent a federal, uh, I mean, a person being on a federal ballot. Uh, and I expect that the same will be done in Colorado as well. So we've got the cases dismissed in Minnesota, in Michigan. And we'll see what happens in Colorado. But again, it's going to go to the exact same place. The other story that came out, I think, yesterday, or maybe the day before, that the president, this president, President Biden, is not going to face any charges over his mishandling of classified documents. So how did they kind of work all that out? Well, there, there is a difference. And I, I my analysis is always, uh, it's irrelevant who the people are. Okay, I want the analysis to be the same. Exactly. And and even though, you know, we heard that uh, Biden was keeping classified documents next to his Corvette. All right. There was no evidence at any time that he was hiding documents, that he was refusing to turn over documents. It was an inadvertent uh, retention of documents as opposed to a refusal to disclose them. And so those are the main differences between Biden's situation and Trump's. We have evidence in Trump's case that he refused to uh, to comply with the subpoena. He told his attorneys not to do it. And that's a completely different situation than saying, you know, whoops, I found some uh, documents in the trunk of the Corvette. Is there a way to effectively explain where the hell the former president is with everything else that's happening with uh, with the crimes that he's charged with, because it's we need some sort of um, app for that. I think, Brad, what about that? Maybe we should develop that. Right. We do. We need we need an app that has uh, has a tree analysis where you can follow each lawsuit down as a descending tree of analysis. Uh, it's complicated. What we're seeing in the Georgia uh, insurrection, not insurrection, but a blocking of the of the counting of the votes lawsuit or really the criminal action is that the other co-defendants are quickly dropping away and they're providing evidence. We saw that with Sidney Powell. Uh, we've seen that with some of the other uh, attorneys that he used, including Mr. Charlesborough. So in that instance, these people are turning evidence. Now, I think it's just going to be a matter of time, like a game of uh, musical chairs, that eventually it's going to get down to Trump and Giuliani and maybe a two or three others. Uh, that's where it's going to go. All right. Uh, Brad, thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. By the way, I talked about this a uh, little bit with Kusumano. Did you catch the Mizzou basketball game last night? Oh, yes. Uh, I I was yelling at the screen. It was so exciting. I here's the true story. I didn't even know that they were playing last night and I was watching the football game. We were watching my family and I, my daughter, we were watching survivor because we like to watch that together. And then I put the football game on and uh, that wasn't very compelling because Joe Burrow was already out. And I realized that Mizzou was playing and I tuned in and they were down 20 points. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to stick with this. <laughs> so I turned it off and there was another game on. And it wasn't very good. I can't remember what it was, but I wasn't interested. It was closer game, but you know, bored me. And I happen to have, I, I don't use DirecTV anymore, I use YouTube TV, and I had it on a screen that had three different games on it, right, which is kind of cool. And I noticed, wait a second, they seem to be, it was um, a situation where Minnesota was stuck, I think, at 63, and when I tuned in, I think Mizzou was at like 49, and all of a sudden, yeah. it, it was an amazing comeback. And I didn't know this until this afternoon, they did it without that kid from Iowa State, Caleb Grill, who got kicked out of the game after a technical. So, look, they're going to have up and downs this team and they looked awful against 
not Tennessee. We played football at Tennessee. Memphis, yeah. Friday night. They looked awful, but they've got some players, and it's going to be fun to see what happens with Dennis Gates' team for sure. They do, and the football, they, listen, the football Mizzou Tigers, they could be in the Cotton Bowl, so there's a lot of options for the football team depending on how they do against Florida this weekend. All right, Brad, you have a great weekend, and we hope for a big victory tomorrow night in Columbia. Thank you. Absolutely. Great talking to you, Mark. That's Brad Young, 97.1 FM Talk, legal analyst with Harris, Dow, Fisher, and Young. Um, I got some lighter stuff here. We're going to make people smile in the next segment, but let me do a couple of things that I want to tie up loose ends on. Sue, remember when we, and we did mention it yesterday briefly, but we were, you and I were watching it on the screens. They had shut down the uh, the Bay Bridge protesters did oh, yeah. yesterday, and it was yesterday morning, actually, and cars were not able to get into San Francisco for hours. There were huge, huge lines. Unbelievable. Now, one of the... Um, one of the things that happened during that is there were organ transplants that were trying to be <gasps> delivered. Oh, so there were deliveries that. that were late that surgery had to be canceled. So we don't I don't know if anyone died because of that, but think about the implications. And that's what the cops were saying. That you're putting other people's lives yeah, in you jeopardy. Are. Not only Selfish. did they stop their cars, but they some of them we um, we understood it was reported they threw their keys over the bridge and, and into the water. And what is that going to accomplish? You know, what is it going to accomplish? I, I have no idea. It's the same nonsense when you have people that go to the art museums and they, you know, they glue their hands to the right. paintings and all that stuff. It's not going to do any good. They spread red paint everywhere. It, it, they just want attention. And that's yeah. essentially, yeah. and unfortunately, that's what they get. This is interesting, too. Let me, this, this is going to take a little while here to explain, but Gavin Newsom tweeted this out. Now, I, I think I asked out loud on the show this week. Is Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom still going to have this debate with Sean Hannity? They are. You know, DeSantis is out That's there promoting it on his Twitter. It's going to happen here at the end of the month. Yeah, it is interesting. But Gavin Newsom, who was just, of course, hanging with President Xi of China and President Biden, and President Biden, did you hear, he sort of semi-endorsed Gavin Newsom from the standpoint that, ah, Gavin Newsom, he's like, well, he really couldn't put his words together. He's like, that guy, he's pretty talented. He could even have the job that that I have. You know, he said something like that. And people are like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe sooner rather than later. Uh-huh. But- He tweets this out. A city in Tennessee has banned being gay in public. This is just the beginning. We have to call this out. All right. Now, that was based on a New Republic piece that was published published rather three days ago that opens with a pretty crazy assertion that the town of Murfreesboro, Tennessee, has outlawed public homosexuality. So this is the way they wrote the story. What does that mean? Well, hang with okay. me here. This, this, is, we're gonna, this is all going to come together and you're going to understand. A city in Tennessee is using a recently passed ordinance essentially prohibiting homosexuality in public to try to ban library books that might violate the new rules. Murfreesboro, that's a hard word to say, it by is. the way, uh, passed an ordinance in June banning in, indecent behavior, including, quote, indecent exposure, public indecency, lewd behavior, nudity or sexual conduct. As journalist Aaron Reed first reported, this ordinance specifically mentions Section 2172 of the city code. The city code states that the sexual conduct includes homosexuality. OK, now that doesn't, I, that, that's not a good I don't think that. First of all, I'm not sure exactly what that would even mean, because. The object here, the objective is to make sure that people aren't doing things that kids, you know, shouldn't see. Um, Then there's this part of the story. Now, I said, hang with me, hang with me, because there's a big, you know, nuance to this story. An ACLU-backed challenge to the ordinance has already been launched. This is all in the New Republic. Three days ago, three days ago, right? And they talk about how city officials have used the ordinance to ban four books that talk about alphabet mafia themes, 
In August, the County Library Board pulled the book's flamer, Let's Talk About It, Queerfully and Wonderfully Made, and this book is gay. So this is what um, the ordinance said, okay? This is what they passed. It says, No person shall knowingly, while in a public space, engage in indecent behavior, display, distribute, or broadcast indecent material, conduct indecent events, or facilitate any of the foregoing prohibited acts, or otherwise subject minors to a prurient interest or to behaviors, materials, or events that are patently offensive to prevailing standards. By the way, to be a lawyer and have to write all this stuff in the adult community as a whole with respect to what is suitable for material for minors. So there's nothing in that that said homosexuality, right? Mm Mm-mm. Nothing whatsoever. However, in fairness, when you look into this, the original ordinance, when they drew it up, and this goes back four weeks ago, says sexual conduct means acts of masturbation, homosexuality, sexual intercourse. So they were saying that they were trying to ban homosexuality, which I think some people might say, well, we're kind of banning heterosexuality in public if you're having sex, right? Here's the problem. Let me do the timestamp for you. The New Republic story came out three days ago on the uh, 14th of November. It's the month of November, right? Mm -hmm. The ordinance almost a month ago that passed October 19th had a revision to it. Striking. Guess what word was struck from it? I don't know. Homosexuality. Of course. There, There was no reference to homosexuality. And it said this, section 27. 71 of the Murfreesboro City Code is amended by deleting the word homosexuality from the definition of sexual conduct. Took it out. It's no longer valid, right? But so if you still... one thing that the New Republic would do a story and say, hey, look what the city in Tennessee almost did. It'd be one thing if Gavin Newsom would tweet out, because let's go back to the beginning, Gavin Newsom's tweet, which has now been, how, how much you want to bet? If I, if I, let's see. You think it's been taken down? No, I'm just saying, no, I know it hasn't been taken down. What I'm saying is, how many times has it been retweeted? Oh, right. Oh, oh, I can't imagine. Gazillions of times, right? And what his tweet said is a city in Tennessee has banned being gay in public. It's not true, okay? It's not true at all. He said, this is just the beginning. We have to call this out. So it's like anything else. And I, I highlight this all the time. It's like, you know, hands up, don't shoot. Once it gets out there, people repeat it. They think that this is the case. It's journalistic malpractice, though, to begin with, because let's not forget that the New Republic did this story and either the reporter didn't do his or her job. That's what I not almost knowing guarantee that it, you it is. Yeah, it passed yeah. three, four weeks. Well, OK, uh, you, you think so? Or did they do their jobs and they knew this is my guess. They uh. knew damn well that this thing did not include the word homosexuality, but they didn't care. They wanted to gaslight this topic. My chips are on that scenario. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Sue, I need a, an audio cut of the day. You got anything for me here? Uh, no, let me look around. I'm a little light because um, Fred had some studio challenges today. Fred is highly responsible for narrowing down audio cut of the day, and then I usually make a selection. But we um, we have limited choices this afternoon. So if you just want to create some noises or anything like that, we oh, could I'm use, on that. We could use that. Sue, I got a. Uh, Letter from like a letter, not an email, like a package from a listener. Usually wow. there's like anthrax Wait. in that, and I have it tested. <laughs> but um, there was a listener named Wendy who wrote this Mark, hi there. I have been a longtime listener of yours starting back when you were on CamelX. Always great listening. At that point, I'm like, anything you want, Wendy, See, when you're asking no for something, I'm going to give it to you. But she has a great story, and typically, just so people listening know, don't write me letters so you can get on the air. That's right. It works maybe 1% of the time, but in this case, it worked. And Wendy has a great story that I think is rather inspirational and positive. And as she pointed out in her email, um, why do I share all this with you? Because I know you share great stories on your show, though most political. Why not a short segment about a local resident who shares a message of restoration and hope? And that is Wendy Malone, who's also Soel Love, as she writes her, do we say that's a nom de plume? If you will. Yes, yes. Right. How are you, Wendy? I'm great, thanks. Thank you for writing. Thank you because I haven't really explained what you wrote about or any of the backstory here, but I, I like what happened here because and let me just give you a little backstory with a really dear friend of mine that I was roommates with in college, a guy that's really talented writer, right? I mean, one of the best writers that I ever knew, and that's what he was supposedly doing, going to journalism school. One thing led to another. He's in the restaurant industry, right? He's he's fine. He's had a successful career. But there was part of me that was like, wait a second, dude, you had the passion for writing. And what happened? So your story, not exactly like that, but it's interesting, right? You were an insurance agent and you had a bit of a, I don't know if you'd call it an epiphany, epiphany moment, but explain to the listeners what happened. So I, you know, I happened to go to uh, a service on in January and- Of this year. Of this year. Yeah. And, you know, just spend some time in prayer or whatever. And, but before that, I happened to see a poetry book. I'm like, hey, I used to write. But, you know, 26 years ago, I threw it in the dumpster because I was dating a guy who didn't like my work. Oh. And so I threw a, a binder of 100 poems into the oh. dumpster at SIU Carbondale and never, and never really wrote again, other than what was required by life. Oh. And so, anyway, they told me, never throw away a gift God gave you. And so I'm like, okay. So then, you know, spend a couple of days in prayer. And a couple of days later, I realized wait a minute, this poem comes to my mind. I'm like, well, that's really cool. Well, one month later, our little crazy little bear at our zoo kept escaping his little habitat. And I loved that's it right. so yeah. much that I wrote Ben's Great Escape. And I literally illustrated the drawings that night. I, I did take it to our zoo and they loved it, but they Aww. didn't like their continuous reminder that they had a little bit of an issue keeping him in his habitat. <laughs> so although, I can I can understand I that, get it. right? I, I get, get that. It. Let's not highlight the zoo's faults, no, right? But no, but they are so wonderful, and, you know. And it isn't it isn't the zoo's fault. It's just this little mischievous, you know, 
bear in the middle of his prime of life of exploring all the things. So while I know everybody loves this bear, and so I wrote Ben's Great Escape. Well, in March, while in Branson, uh, vacationing with my kids, I got I heard the news that they moved him, or were going to move him to Brownsville, right. Texas, right, to right, Gladys right. Sioux. And I was going to go visit it, and then I found out where Brownsville was. And so I'm like, I probably shouldn't get that close to the border yeah, right well, now. Yeah, well, this time is probably a good, good move on your part. But <laughs> you, you have written and you've done a couple now children's books. I didn't realize that you had also illustrated them. How yeah. cute are these? That is awesome. Ben's Great Escape and Ben's Big Move is the sequel to Ben's Great Escape, right? Right. And you just decided that you were going to become a children's author and start writing again. Is that essentially the... Yeah. uh... And so, yep, I sold my insurance agency in the summer, and then I've been writing full-time, and I'm about to start a series of a strong girl uh, books for the tween age, 8 to, to 13. That's my daughter's That's age. Yeah, right. By the way, exciting. she was, uh, do I call you Wendy or Soelle Love? Because, Either one is fine. You, I identify with both. <laughs> you, you, were, you were nice enough, and I noticed this, and I haven't shown my daughter this yet. She might be listening right now and getting picked up by my wife, but we're going to give her these these copies, and you wrote a little um, note to her. May you always, That's nice. you know, well, I'll have to see if I can read your writing. Um, something about the adventures. We'll figure that out later. <laughs> Sorry. I do. I just kind of say be always open to the adventures life might have for you and then always be up to like the big moves in life because, you you know, really you just never know what might happen if we're open to what, what God or yeah. might want to do. Exactly. How did you get it published, Wendy? Did you present it to someone? Did you self-publish? What happened? Yeah, I did self-publish. Uh, it's so, really cute. But they look great. I was going to say, you. you would never get It looks great. Yeah. And I used a local printer. So I try to do everything really STL made. You know, I am on Amazon and all the good things, you know, because kind of have to be but uh, for the most part any if anybody ever wants the books i will sign the copies that are printed locally and, and send them that is way. awesome well i'm a big um and I always have been just basically because this is how my life went i i love when people pursue their passions and, and it deeply disappoints me when people do not pursue their passions mm. because and i i get there's realities of life and some people choose paths where you know you're making good money and you're doing things and you're supporting your family and then maybe your hobbies are your passions which that that that's, there's nothing wrong with that, but I love it when people kind of break away and say, okay, enough of the insurance industry or whatever that is. I'm going to do something that I love, and mm-hmm. you got a little project that's kind of rolling in the right direction. Right. Yep. It's a really a lot of fun, and if anything, if, if anybody's out there just contemplating about whether or not they should ever just do what Try they it. are gifted at. Try it. You know, right. I mean, I mean what, what, you never want to wake up on the opposite side of life. And not do and have what regrets you knew you about were called that, right, to do. Exactly. The only thing I would recommend, you know, deep down and sincerely for people is don't do a damn podcast, okay? Because we got enough <laughs> right. of those out there. Right. So podcast, everything else, you've got a passion for anything else in life, go for it. Podcasters. Well, there might be a few that have a good one. <laughs> I know, but I don't need any more competition, Sue, is oh, my point. All right, that's fair. You know, we got radio on, you know, living on life support. That's a good so point. we don't need that. All right, where, where can people find the books? You can go to my website at SO. Uh, so so I love books.com so it's s o e l l o v e books.com and I do have a discount for the 971 listeners just use the promo code mark oh look at and that I will... now we have two marks here mark with a c mark with a k does it work oh, both ways or is it just for me with the k just the one with the k yeah. i mean the that's ones who I'm love the about. c can still use the k and that's... get a discount and thank you wendy thank you excellent <laughs> that is awesome news National there thinking, <laughs> well i am uh, i want to say two things i want to say thank you so much for reaching out and your suggestion to do a positive segment was um, well accepted i'd also like to say to anyone else who's going to try this out there don't do it it only works like <laughs> 1 out of 10 times it's true but you caught me in a in a good mood plus you kind 
kind of annotated it to my daughter, which is always, I think, um, you know, the hook. So thank you for coming in and taking the time. And I just love the fact that you're doing this. Give the website out one more time for people. So I'll love books.com. S-O-E-L-L-O-V-E-B-O-O-K-S.com. Awesome, Wendy. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. Have a great weekend. You too. I have an audio cut of the day coming up here. I always get to this point. So I've been telling people a lot this uh, lately. Uh, I've been telling people this a lot lately, where I get to the end of the show and I have so much material that I wanted to get to and I I simply can't get to it. I use, I think I've told you, I cheat just a little bit. We used to kill lots of trees and Fred would print out my stories, but I have my iPad here and I put everything in my reading list on Apple. And I'm telling you, the amount of material that I think is really good that I want to share with the audience and I can't, it's just the news cycle is crazy. But this one I wanted to kind of close with here, and unfortunately it's not exactly light, but I think you'll remember this story. There was a teacher by the name of Joan Nadich down in um, Palm Coast, Florida. And in February of this year, you're going to remember this video. I'm going to describe it for you. She was escorting a 17-year-old student by the name of Brandon Deppa between classrooms. And she was actually assigned to assist teachers with students who had what's called individual educational plans, IEPs. So this was the one where the kid did not like the fact that she took his Game Boy away and he tackled her and just started pummeling her, just beating the living crap out of her. And she's still suffering from that. So the story that's now come out about this, because now we have details, Nadich says that she was assigned to Depa in August of 22. Her job was to escort him from his self-contained classroom where he studied along three other students because this kid was in this program for specialized education services. She would escort him to lunch, to the nurse, and to a cybersecurity class during second period. She also says she didn't know why she was assigned to escort Depa, adding that she was unaware of the details of his IEP. She said that they would talk sometimes as she was walking him around the school. She said Depa wanted a buddy and that he would make disparaging comments about her. He used to say that I was too old, I was too slow. The other thing that she didn't know, and by the way, this kid is six foot six, two hundred seventy pounds. Oh my goodness. He had a juvenile record of three previous battery charges. For those of you, and I'm, I'm guessing the majority of the audience who's listening to this right now have not seen this video. It's a horrifying yeah, video. It, it really is. This poor teacher gets tackled by this kid who is six six and two seventy. She goes on the ground and then he just starts pounding on her and another teacher has to come and grab you know him away she's never watched the surveillance video to this day she weighs 150 pounds she's motionless he's kicking her body right well here's a couple of the details that came up she's got traumatic brain injury five broken ribs at the time three were broken in the front and the back she's still not back in class and she's getting an ultimatum from the school district saying hey well you either need to come back or cut bait and she has won one lawsuit against Good. this, but Flagler County School District says you got to come back to work before this date or resign. Um, she was beaten. She was left for dead, essentially, and she's on medications and has brain damage at this point. So I, I don't know. You know, I, I get the school district's probably saying, look, we're paying you and you're not teaching. But you would think there'd be something in this for this teacher who literally could have died could have died at the hands of this student. And again, there's culpability here on the part of the district, not even making her aware of what the circumstances were, right? So maybe the school system would have said, you know what, Um, it might kind of 
reflect on us better if we take care of this poor lady uh, yeah. who has brain injury, and she's probably going to sue the school district as well. I was well. going to say, from whom did she win the uh, original lawsuit? You know, I have to look at that. Maybe maybe I'm wrong about an original lawsuit, but I know that there are obviously personal injury attorneys well, et cetera, that are working case. on that. Well, she's got a case. They set her with a, a kid with a record who's six six. Yeah. And they didn't, and they didn't tell her oh. at all what was going on. I mean, three battery charges. Come what on. Do you, what do you do about situations like that? Because you know that there Pay are kids up. like that. Well, what I'm, what I oh. mean is, these school districts, not to let this district off the hook, but they're dealing with this all the time with these kids. They knew they had a problem. Yeah, they that's did. why they separated yeah. them out into the IEP, and True. someone almost gets killed over that, which mm. is um, which is pretty sad. All right, well, we're going to take a, a nice break for the weekend. I might watch the F1 race tomorrow night, even though, as we pointed out earlier on the show in the Sue's News segment, <laughs> that has been quite challenged in Las Vegas. Growing pains, if you will. But if you want to watch the race tomorrow night, it's 10 p.m. in Las Vegas, which means midnight here, yeah. 1 a.m. on the East Coast. Yeah. I kind of want to check it out, though. But my guess would be by the time you wake up on Sunday morning, it'll be over, and then they'll be replaying it, wouldn't they? Well, I would imagine yeah. so. And, and if you wonder why it's at that time, it's because uh, it's Europeans who that's love right. F1. That's exactly right. And that's who it's appealing to. Yep. With the time change, people over there are going to be watching it live in the morning hours. Now, the audio cut of the day. Well, Sue, I'm not going to lie. It was a little sparse today. We had some studio issues for audio cut of the day, but this is one that that I wanted to get in anyway. Um, Would you vote for a President Rock? Uh, You mean The Rock? I do mean The Rock. Interesting. got a visit from the parties Mm -hmm. asking me if I was going to run and if I could run. Wow. And it was a big deal, and it came out of the blue. So he says the parties, which makes it seem like it was both the Republicans and the Democrats that were approaching him. You Um, know what that means? Neither of us can handle our own candidates, and we're looking now for movie people. We're we're desperate because we need someone who has name recognition that is well-liked, if you will. Uh, I I don't think he's going to do it. I don't think he's interested, but doesn't that— wouldn't really, that be that's awesome? smacks of desperation. It would be kind of <laughs> awesome, right? Well, didn't you just say yesterday during Sue's News, wasn't it like, was it 30 years or 20 that Jesse Ventura ran in yeah. Minnesota? It so. was a while, but yeah. All right. Hey, have a great weekend. Thank you, you too. Talk to you on Monday. Get more at 971talk.com. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 